You're listening to the Elevate Your 8 podcast, and today we're going to come up with a way to combat that B word, busy. You're listening to the Elevate Your 8 podcast, where we firmly believe that time management and productivity is just a matter of simple mathematics and prioritization. Productivity guru and self-care ninja Chris McPeak will debunk your biggest time management limiting beliefs. It's time to hear from everyday people like you sharing their tips and strategies for success and learning how to incorporate small changes in your life in order to make the most of every hour in your day. If you're ready to prioritize, synthesize, and realize your daily needs and wants, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, podcaster, and wannabe 200 breaststroke national champion, Chris McPeak. Hello, everybody, and thank you for downloading today's episode. My name is Chris McPeak, and I am your incredibly excited host of the Elevate Your 8 podcast. Trying to get my routine back, and in doing so, I have realized that I have been using the B word a whole hell of a lot recently. And that word is busy. I know what you were thinking. You know, podcasters listen to podcasts, and I have found this to be a topic of a couple of my favorite podcasts as of late. If you look up the word busy on dictionary.com, you get something that says, busy, diligent, industrious, imply active or earnest effort to accomplish something, or a habitual attitude of such earnestness. Busy means actively employed, temporarily or habitually, a busy official. And we have just used busy as sort of a catchphrase to respond to a number of different questions that come our way, situations that fall into our lap, or things that are about to be delegated to us or asked of us. I think we wind up using the word busy in response because we want to feel important. We think that having no time is a status symbol, that the more we say we're doing, the more important that makes us seem in the, in the working place, in our job, in our industry. And we also use the word busy when we feel overwhelmed or overloaded and we're a little too scared to ask for help. So we're hoping that if we say the words, oh my God, I'm so busy, that somebody's going to put their hand up and volunteer to give us a little bit of help and get us unburied or unoverwhelmed. Using the word busy can close doors and it can make people feel like you're not approachable. Someone asks you how things are going and you say, oh my God, I'm so busy. When that person was trying to invite you to participate in something or maybe they just wanted to spend a little extra time with you, getting that response tells them that you're not available and you're not accessible to them. And that can close doors for you in a variety of different ways. If you are putting out that you're too busy, you're not really taking care of yourself. And whether that's just in your mind because you think you have no time to do anything, or if you really aren't taking care of yourself and saying I'm busy is your excuse for not being able to do those things. And I think in the world of Elevate Your Eight, saying that you're too busy means that you're not doing the work that you need to do to elevate that eight. It means that you're not in control of your sleep. It means you're not in control of your daily eight-hour practice of working. And it means that you haven't quite figured out how to embrace those other eight hours and make the best use of that time. So today, I am going to share with you four ways 
to banish busy from your vocabulary, as well as some strategies for what you can say instead. Okay, so the first one is to align your responses with a feeling. So here's an example. I am super happy today because I'm really excited for the new Avengers movie. Okay, so that's indicating your feeling. You've got excitement coming down the pike. There's something going to happen in your life that that you're looking forward to. And you tell the person what that thing is. So that's that's employing um, a feeling and that's letting them know something that's on your mind that you want to do. Um, and you can do this instead if you something's got you down. So I might say, well, I'm a little bummed about the Cubs game. They lost again. So-and-so's not hitting their weight. But you know what? There's another game tomorrow. So they'll, they'll figure it out, those Cubs. They always do. Ha-ha. <laughs> so keep it uplifting and keep it current. So aligning your response with a feeling instead of just saying, oh, I'm so busy. Now, the second thing that you can do is if you're using the word busy as a response to a new project, like I'm not sure I want to do this or I don't think I'm going to enjoy this, then just really be honest to the person that's asking. Do you really want to do that project? Let's say it's being uh, on a new committee that's just being formed and you're not exactly sure that you understand why that committee is being formed or what the committee is all about. Or maybe it's a new client you're taking on, or maybe it's a new project um, that somebody wants you to do with them. So just ask yourself, do you really want to do it? And if you don't want to do it, it's not of interest to you, then just be honest and tell that person it's not a priority right now. Hey, Chris, do you want to be on this new committee on time management in the workplace? Well, actually, I would love to be on a committee like that. But if it's not something that I want to do, that I would say, hey, Joe, Thank you so much for asking me. Uh, I appreciate that you want me to be on this committee, but my plate is really full right now and taking on new work is just not a priority for me. It's a little awkward. You might want to practice saying it's not a priority, but it feels better, right? It feels like you're not lying. It feels like you're being honest and you're letting that person know that this really isn't your wheelhouse right now. Hey, Elevators. I'm super excited to tell you about one of our new sponsors, 100% Pure. I discovered these guys when I received my first swag bag from the Food Heals podcast, and I have been a devoted fan and customer ever since. 100% Pure isn't just their name or their ingredient list. 100% Pure is a commitment to producing the purest, healthiest products and educating everyone on why being 100% pure is so important. They use no water, no fillers, and no thickeners, commonly used as the first or majority ingredient in most skin, hair, and body products. Instead of water, 100% pure uses beneficial organic floral hydrosols, organic aloe juice, to rice water, and organic teas. Their formulas are non-toxic, organic, vegan ingredients, and 100% biodegradable formulas. Their packaging is post-consumer recycled or recyclable packaging. They use fruit pigmenting and fragrancing for all of their makeup products. And I have to tell you, this is one of the most amazing skincare products and makeup products that I've ever put on my face. If you want to indulge in 100% pure, all you have to do is go to elevateyourate.com forward slash 100 pure that's 100 p-u-r-e and get your discount on your products today that's elevateyourate.com forward slash 100 pure 
and experience 100% pure cosmetics, shampoo, skincare today. Now let's get back to the show. Um, now, if that new project, that new committee, that new assignment is coming directly from your boss, you can negotiate this and there's a way to do that. So let's say the boss runs into you in the hallway and says, Chris, I have this amazing new committee that I want to put you on. Um, it starts tomorrow. So you might say, you know what, I would really love to talk to you about that. So do you have five minutes um, of time later this afternoon that I can that we can chat so I can learn more about it. And then you go and you have that five minutes. And you hear him through and you say, I would love to do this for you. It's clear that that you think that I would be a great representative for this committee. But this is what else I've going on. I've got going on. This is number one, number two, number three, number four thing. So is there a way that you can delegate that committee to somebody else? You're being honest, you're saying why, you're providing backup for why that thing is not a priority for you, etc. Um, people, this is totally doable conversation. You just have to be honest and you have to be respectful about it. Okay, how's that? So number three would be instead of just saying I'm busy and moving on, um, talk about something that you really love to do. Is that karaoke? Is it swimming or knitting maybe? Those are my favorite things. So I just might respond to a person that asks how, what's going on, how I'm doing. Oh, I am doing great. I've been doing a lot of swimming right now because nationals are just around the corner and there's a lot to prepare for. So I'm keeping the conversation short and letting them know about something that I love doing, which means that I honor the connection between the two of us. I value that person, but right now I'm gonna give them a quick response and I'm gonna move on with my day. So talking about something that you love to do and putting that out there, and then you can close the conversation and move on to the next thing. A lot of the times I think that we say the words I'm busy because we're not excited to get engaged in a long conversation with somebody because we're between destinations, you're, at your office cubicle and you're heading to a meeting or you're at your office cubicle and you need to go to the restroom or uh, you're at lunch and you need to get back to your desk, those types of things. So rather than just saying I'm busy and walking directly past that person, make a connection, show that person that you value their place in your life by telling them something about yourself, letting them reciprocate, you know, I have been doing a lot of swimming right now because nationals are just around the corner and I'm getting ready to go on vacation. How are things with you? And let them say their piece. And then, okay, I'm going to run to the restroom, so I'll see you later. And just keep it quick and keep it respectful and keep it honest. This is number four. I think a lot of times we use the word I'm busy to get out of potential social engagement that we're not typically interested in. So let's say there's that one guy from accounting who keeps very subtly asking you out. Or you have a neighbor who's really into duck hunting and would love to take you duck hunting sometime and you're just not into that. Um, rather than saying, oh my gosh, I would love to, but I'm so busy. Um, start the conversation by saying, actually you're gonna start and end it by just saying, you know what, let me get back to you on that, okay? And then make a personal commitment to yourself that you are going to get back to them and then just do it via a quick email or a phone call and keep it super simple. 
Call the guy in accounting, call him while you're still at work. That makes it a little bit easier to keep it in the workplace, right? Just let the guy in accounting know, I don't really want to date right now. I'm flattered by your offer. Um, so let's just keep it respectful and a, a working relationship, right? Or you can let your neighbor know, um, hey, buddy, I hunting really isn't my thing. Um, but I would love to grab lunch sometime and for you to, you know, kind of tell me about how you got into it. That way you're showing your neighbor that you do have an interest in him, but you're not putting yourself in a position to do something that you're not going to enjoy just because they want to connect with you. There's other ways that other ways that we can connect with lots of people, um, doing things that we want to do without having to make them feel unimportant um, or feel like you're blowing them off. I think all of these strategies get to a notion of connectedness, getting to a notion of being respectful and honest. I know I've said that a lot today. Um, when we use the words, I'm busy, we are saying very emphatically that you're not important to me. We're saying that we don't have our day in control. We're saying that we're exhausted. We're saying that we don't want to do something. So all of these new responses keep those keep that concept of I'm busy from taking over a negative feeling in the way that we're communicating with others. It closes doors and it can show that you're not taking care of yourself. I'm going to let it go for today. Thanks you guys for tuning in and for downloading this episode. I have been speaking today about four ways to banish busy from your vocabulary. I would love to know what strategies you guys are using to avoid telling people that you're busy. So if you want to um, leave a rating and review on today's episode, I would love that. And tell me what you think about this concept of busyness. Um, come over and join my Facebook community, which is Career Changers Mastermind. And you can find us over there on Facebook. Or just shoot me an email. I would love to hear from you at chrismcpeak at silverpeakdevelopment.com. And that's about it, you guys. Elevators, I'm out of here.